0: What's up everyone, this is Lan here with you, uh, again, for another episode of the Cheeseheads Weekly Podcast. Uh, this is episode 17, and uh, so we're, we're getting, uh, getting the episodes, racking them up, uh. It's great to be on the show again. Going to have a fun episode here today. I'm going to do a 53-man roster prediction way early. And um, along with a practice squad prediction, which is definitely not. Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely very hard to predict. But i just having a little fun with it. And I definitely did have fun putting this all together. And so I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, before we get into that, uh, we got three votes on the poll. One of them mine, of course. Uh, so I'd be fine if you, if more of you voted on the poll. That'd be great. Um, I just saw that someone, a few, a person or two or three, uh, started listening on Stitcher. So that's great. We're uh, getting more people. So far, I don't have anyone listening on Google Podcast or Pandora, but I do have people listening. Most of my listeners are on Spotify, but I do have some on iHeartRadio and also on Stitcher. So, uh, very grateful for all the listeners um, that tuned into the show. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited for what's ahead uh, as we continue to grow the show, and definitely uh, looking to do that and continuing to work. Um, in that direction, so thank you all for your support. That's always great, Uh, but uh, if you're on Spotify, which most of you are, it would be great if you could participate more in the Q&As and polls. It's great having some discussion there. I did. um, The poll was, what was your favorite uh, day three pick for the Packers? I voted for Anthony Johnson, Jr., I did see someone voted for Carrington Valentine. I posted in the Q&A um replied to my own Q&A asking who voted for Valentine. Um that person has not said anything, but feel free to to let me know about that one cuz uh, I would be interested in knowing who who liked Carrington Valentine. Um and the other vote was Granty DuBose, which um who's a player I was very high on too. Definitely lacks some polish, but just the highlight reel plays. Being able to catch the ball definitely um, pops off, pops off the tape. Uh, just, just watching highlights actually uh, jumps off the page a little bit there uh, with him. And uh, so, definitely excited for their day three picks and other guys. And uh, uh, Carl Brooks is also a guy to keep your eye on. Uh, there's a link in the description to send in a voice message. I haven't got one of these in a long time, uh, since episode 7 roundabouts. Um, no, not episode 7. More like, more like 9 or so. 8 or 9. Right in that range. Uh I got both of mine right in that range. Uh, like 7 to 9. So, I'd be great if I got a few more. Haven't had one in a very long time. Um... And it's very easy. You just click on the link, and you can send in a voice message. It takes you to my uh, Spotify for Podcaster profile, uh, profile for the podcast, and it's quite easy to do. You just uh, record yourself talking, and I will put it on the show. If you don't want me to put it on the show, just say so in the message. I won't put it on the show because I do listen to uh, every voice message uh, before um, I do uh, the, the show episode for that week, um, and you can, of course, send in, you know, participating in the Q&As or in a voice message, um, you can say whatever you want, something you want me to address or something you, uh, just a little bit of you addressing, addressing my, my topics, that's always, uh, great, have some disagreement, uh, the The show's available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Pandora, which I already mentioned. New episodes every Tuesday. If you're on Spotify, you can hit the bell icon and you will be notified when a new episode comes out every week, every Tuesday. Uh, Be sure to tell your friends about the show. That would be fantastic. Uh, Helps bring more people in. If you like the show, tell someone about it and maybe they'll like it too. Um, especially you packers fans we could always use more packers fans and uh hoping to get another guest or two on the show here before too long uh spice things up a little bit um we'll have to find a good good topic to talk about but we'll see what happens there you could also rate the, rate the show um i know of a few people who have done that and uh very grateful for that uh so you know rate it whatever you like i mean any rating works but uh Helps get the show out to others. So, like I said, we're going to go uh, 53-man roster prediction today. Way too early edition. and But there is one piece of news that I'd like to go over, and that is the Packers signing Jonathan Owens. Uh, safety, formerly of the Houston Texans. Uh, formerly uh, an undrafted free agent. I believe he's going into his... Fifth or sixth year, um, one of those two, so he does, he's a veteran. He's got some experience. I really like the signing. Uh, he was a pretty core player on defense for the Texans. Um, yeah, pr- pretty good player, tackled well, good on the run defense. I, would, I like the way the Packers are attacking. The safety position, getting guys that can tackle and play run defense. And that's what I like to see because we've had a lot of missed tackles on the back end. So we want to see that. Yeah. Um, really like the signing. I don't know a ton about him, but I'm looking forward to learning more about him, and I think it's a great signing. My guess is it's a one-year deal. Contract details have not been disclosed at this at this point, but I'm guessing it's a cheap one-year deal, you know. Just another savvy May signing, you know. Could turn that into another Campbell or Soul Douglas or something. Uh, Douglas was in season, but uh, you never know. Probably not. That's Definitely unlikely, but I think it's a smart signing. Another smart signing by Goody, and if it doesn't turn out, who cares? It's not like he's paying him very much. So, definitely like the signing, and they definitely have... They're not short on options in the safety room, and we'll talk about that um, a little later on when I do go into my prediction. Um, i just like to talk a little bit about Barry's scheme again and what I do not like about it. I feel like... um Barry definitely needs to change his scheme. Um, he's definitely on the hot seat. We all know that. Um, a lot of us think he shouldn't have been brought back. I would say I w- I'm one of them. Um, but, of course, you never know. The Packers could have just got rid of Barry and went out and got another guy, that, another no-namer that is not going to be a good at coordinator. Like, if they were going to go replace Joe Barry, I would like them to see, go after, see them go after uh, Jim Leonard or someone. I'm from Wisconsin, but anyway, Barry's back, nothing we can do about that, I do not think he's going to be back after this season, I don't think the defense is going to be that good, but if they're going to be good, here's a few things for Joe Barry to think about, I mean, they've been drafting corners, they got all these aggressive press man type corners, that's what they're best at, Eric Stokes likes to play that, like we talked about Carrington Valentine last time, how he's a press man corner. And how I think maybe he's not going to do that great in his rookie season because he will not be used in the right way. And I think we saw that. I mentioned Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes is a speedster, man. And he uses that speed to cover up a lot of mistakes sometimes. And so he likes to play aggressive. He likes to get up and play press man. And if the guy gets away from him, you know, he'll just use his speed to catch up. And um, obviously, you got to be technically sound, too. And I think he would develop in that area, but... I think he really struggled to start the season because they were playing a lot of zone and off-man coverages. Uh, Recently, they have been letting Jair Alexander follow shadow. uh, uh, He shadowed Justin Jefferson. Just Jefferson was completely shut down in the game against Minnesota towards the end of the year, Um, and that's great. I like to see that. Um, Jair Alexander is definitely more of a press man corner as well. But also, Rasul Douglas, he is as well. He's a very physical guy. Likes to be physical, breaking balls up, tackling guys, uh, blowing up screens. I really like his physicality, and so he's great as a press man corner as well. And uh, so we definitely need to see a little bit more of that this year for sure because a lot of their guys' the skill sets, um, uh, they're a little bit more built for that uh that sort of scheme with a little bit more press man, not as much off man and zone defense as we see a lot of in Joe Barry's scheme. And we saw before with Mike Pettin even as well. So, I mean, they replaced Mike Pettin, but I feel like it's a lot the same, you know. The defense is, you know, okay in some regards. The run defense has been terrible has not been good most years for both of those guys, with both those guys at D.C. And uh, then, you know, very inconsistent as a defense, as a unit. And uh, normally they're best towards the end of the year, and by that time it's a little too late, at least it was last year. And uh, in other years, Uh, their defense has shown up in the playoffs when they get there, but um, at least somewhat some of the games very inconsistent and that's just the problem uh, so we need some consistency we need to him to change things quicker not wait till the end of the season when you know it's all all or nothing at that point you know when they just got to loot when they got to win five in a row to make the playoffs or something so he's got to change things up sooner uh, we got to start quick on defense and then uh, continue with that momentum all the way through the season and keep keep building on uh, on success as and building cohesion as a unit. So let's get into my 53-man roster prediction here. Uh, we'll start with offense. Um, I have 25 guys on offense, 25 on defense. At first, it was 26 on offense, 24 on defense. Um, it could very very easily vary, but I last year their initial fifty three man roster was twenty five and twenty five and then three of course for the specialists. Uh so I decided to keep it that way. And when I changed things around I was I actually kinda liked the end result a little bit better that way anyway. So at quarterback we're gonna go with three quarterbacks. Obviously Jordan Love, the starter. And or no, sorry. We're going to go with two quarterbacks, um, with Jordan Love the starter, um, and Sean Clifford as the backup. Now, I know you guys could be thinking, um, are they going to add a veteran quarterback? I certainly think that is a possibility, but we don't know if that's going to happen. They are, um, a little bit, uh, strapped for cash. They don't really have a lot of spending money right now, so, um, yeah, I definitely think think that's feasible. I think that could be a good idea. I'm just not sure if it'll happen. But some guys that are on my radar would be uh, like Teddy Bridgewater or Nick Foles. My guess is Teddy Bridgewater is a little more expensive. He's better as a player. Nick Foles at this point in his career is just, uh, he was horrific in two starts with the Colts last year. Um, so he's not the type of guy you want to play. So I'd say if you brought in Nick Foles, you'd have Sean Clifford as the number three QB. And then maybe if you end up with Jordan Love being injured, maybe you just put in Sean Clifford, give him the play in time. And I think he has experience running um, a LaFleur-style offense, and I think maybe he could be a little bit better as an actual player, with Nick Foles being more the mentor and the leader um, in the quarterback room, just helping Jordan Love. Out so my final prediction is just going to be uh, because they're a little low on cash. It's just going to be two quarterbacks, Jordan Love and Sean Clifford, their fifth round draft pick of this year. So that's for quarterback. Uh, moving on to running back. Last year they only kept uh, two running backs on the initial roster. Of course they were calling up running backs, and I believe. Toward the end of the year, Patrick Taylor was then the number three running back for them. Uh, he's always around. He is around this year. Tyler Goodson's around. Lou Nichols, uh, the third. They drafted him also in the seventh round. So they have, uh, they'll have. they be having a little bit of competition yet again for the number three spot. Um, so obviously Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon's are locks. And I think Lou Nichols is the guy who's going to come out on top for the battle, uh, in the the battle for the number three running back spot. Now, I realize I did not sound very high on Nichols um, during uh, last episode, during my day three draft grades, but I think he's probably, like I said, I thought he could do a little bit of everything, and maybe he doesn't have a ton of juice Um, my guess is Tyler Goodson probably has the juice, but he's just he's doesn't he doesn't have much special special teams value, or pass protection uh, value, and also Lou Nichols. Um, I did not share the stat with you last episode, but in 2021, um, he did lead all of NCAA, all of college football in rushing yards. So he does have the production. So, while not extremely athletically gifted, I think it wasn't a horrible draft pick in the 7th round. There could have been some other options out there that I would have liked better. But I think ultimately, uh, Goody doesn't like to cut draft picks, and um, I don't think he's going to be cutting Lou Nichols either. At wide receiver, i got 6 wide receivers, and you can guess pretty easily who they are. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed... Samori Toure, Dontavian Rick, <laughs> Dontavian Wicks, and Grand Dubose. So just the three draft picks from last year, the three from this year. Um there is an argument for Bo Melton to be on here. Uh, he does have some special teams value. Um my guess is he's just gonna be priority practice squad. I think they can get him on the practice squad. Um obviously the all the The issue sometimes can be just um, if they will clear waivers so that they can put them on the practice squad, sign them to the practice squad because any team can pick them up before the Packers, after the Packers cut them and then try to get them on the practice squad. So I do think they can get Bo Melton back on the practice squad, and if they do, I think that is the best place for him right now. You know, call him up whenever you need him. And I mean, they have other options um, here to 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 be more of that uh, of a gunner on special teams. Uh, some of those guys on safety uh, can do that, like Rudy Ford did it at a high level last year. Keyshawn Nixon was involved in that, so um, I don't think you need Bow Melton on the roster. So at tight end. Uh, We're going to have four tight ends, pretty self-explanatory. Tucker Craft, Josiah Deguara, Luke Musgrave, and Tyler Davis, who always seems to be around. Uh, Packers are high on him, and he is around again this year. I expect him to make the roster. But obviously, probably not be used very much. Um, I'm high on Josiah Deguara this year. I think he'll catch a few more passes with Jordan Love. But I like the kind of the the balance to the tight end room um i think tucker craft is going to be the number one tight end um at least in his rookie season not quite as talented um as luke musgrave has definitely has a production can block a little bit more 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 of a complete the complete package and whereas musgrave would be more of a Passing tight end, and I put Deguara ahead of Musgrave as well just because of his experience. Uh, Musgrave is a little bit of a raw prospect, and uh, Jordan Love does like to throw to Deguara, as we have seen in uh, past preseasons. So, yeah, these orders are who I think kind of, they are kind of rankings. Um, so, that is there is a reason for the order. Um, yeah, pretty, there's not really any other guys out there. Austin Allen, an undrafted free agent, he's, he'll be on the practice squad, but likely will be, but, um, I think these are the four guys, and I don't expect them to keep any more than that. Um, at offensive line, I have 10 offensive linemen, uh, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, John Runyon Jr., Zach Tom, Josh Nyman, Royce Newman, Sean Ryan, Rasheed Walker, and Caleb Jones. And you'll notice Jake Hansen isn't on here anymore. I thought about, I definitely thought about putting him on. He was on the roster last year, the initial roster. Um, I did not put him on just because, or the reason, okay. Uh... I definitely would not have put him on, um, but if not for the fact that he is um, uh, a center, he was kind of the backup center last year in case Myers was injured, but not the greatest player. Um, and so, and also I think uh, Zach Tom played some center in college. I think he could play the center, and I think he can be the backup center. Uh, and back up Josh Myers. Um, and then also, Sean Ryan, he had the uh, rough rookie year. They're not going to give up on him just yet. Rasheed Walker, they've been high on him. Uh, Luke Tenuda and Caleb Jones, That's could be an interesting training camp battle um, for that 10th spot. Um, on the death chart, I ultimately think Caleb Jones is going to win. And when you think about Um, it's also important to think about, you know, which guys are going to clear waivers so that you can sign them to the practice squad, um, between Luke Tenuda and Caleb Jones. I think it's going to be, if Caleb Jones has another solid, uh, training camp in preseason, people are going to, uh, could very well pick him up, uh, so the Packers kind of steal him from the Packers because he is an absolute mammoth. Of a, he is just a beast of a human. He is, wow. Never seen him in real life, but the measurements are incredible. Like 6'7", over 300 pounds. I don't know, 350 or so. Actually, it might have been more like uh, 370 or something. I don't know. He's just a beast. And so I think that intrigues teams, and if he shows a little bit more polish this year, I think teams will be clamoring to get him, uh, whereas Tanuda, he's just an offensive lineman with a little bit more polish than Jones maybe, but not just that imposing figure, and uh, I think they can get him back on the practice squad. That is what I'm hoping, and uh, that, is, um, uh, that is my prediction. Um, so, that brings us, that closes out the offense. Uh, uh, off, uh, quarterback, Jordan Love, Sean Clifford, running backs, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Lou Nichols, wide receiver, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, Samori Toure, Dontavian Wicks, Grant DuBose, tight end, Tucker Kraft Josiah DeGuara Luke Musgrave, Tyler Davis, and offensive line, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, John Runyon Jr., Zach Tom, Yash Nyman, Royce Newman, Sean Ryan, Rasheed Walker, and Caleb Jones. So, on defense, we go to the defensive line. I have five defensive linemen. Fairly self-explanatory here. Um, Kenny Clark, TJ Slayton, Devontae Wyatt, Carl Brooks, and Kobe Wooden. Carl Brooks and Kobe Wooden are two day three picks. Um, Both of whom played edge. um, More edge in college. And have that versatility uh, but will pri- will primarily be on playing on the defensive line. And uh, Packers are high on them. I'm high on them, although I do think the run defense, unfortunately, again, is going to struggle because neither of those guys are big on the run defense. Obviously, TJ Slayton is their main run stuffer. Devontae Wyatt, I hope he has developed a little bit so he can play more run defense, but I don't know. I feel like he's more of a pass rushing type guy, too. Kenny Clark obviously does it all, but he can't do all, all, um, all by himself. So we definitely need these other guys to do a little something. And uh, Jonathan Ford is just a big body, not much athleticism that um, could have been an option. I think he will be a practice squad call-up at times um, because he can help maybe on special teams some and also just... uh, as kind of a run stuffer, a big guy, another big body uh, to put on the defensive line, uh, the defensive line against the run. Uh, so that could be, that could be nice to have. But I do not think he's going to make the roster, even though he did last year. <coughs> At edge rusher, I have um, Rashawn Gary is going to be on the pup list, so he will not count. Um, for on the fifty three man roster. Um, so I have Preston Smith, Kingsley Seannick Barry, Lucas Van Ness, Justin Hollins and Brenton Cox Junior. Um five, um, without Rashawn Gary. Um so things get shuffled around when Gary comes back, but I don't expect him to be ready. And even, I mean, he could be ready for most teams, but the Packers tend to be very cautious with their injured players, um, especially ones of Gary's caliber, and I expect them to put him um, on the pup list to start the season. And that also clears a spot for a guy like Brenton Cox, who uh, is an undrafted free agent with high upside. And um, I did see... uh, the Packers have a fairly nice streak going where they tend to keep one, at least one undrafted free agent on their 53-man roster every year. So I was like, at least on their initial one. So I'm like, okay, Brenton Cox seems like the one that makes the most sense um, to stick um, on the roster, on the initial roster. So I have him in there over Jonathan Garvin and Ladarius Hamilton. And uh, we'll get to the practice squad later. Um... Inside linebacker, I have four guys. This is a pretty easy one, in my opinion. Uh, although the fourth spot could be a little interesting, a little interesting battle during training camp. But uh, they are Devondre Campbell, Koi uh, Walker, Isaiah McDuffie, and Eric Wilson. Top three are like pretty much locks. McDuffie has shown enough to be a quality backup behind Walker and Campbell. I have Eric Wilson, the veteran, over... Um, Tariq Carpenter, second-year guy, who is transitioning the linebacker from safety. Both of these guys are mainly special teams, but I'm going to go with Wilson. I think he has a little bit more value if he would have to actually fill in at inside linebacker, and he's great on special teams and a veteran. Um, So I definitely think they could call up Carpenter from the practice squad plenty of times, but... um, I expect him to be more of a special teams ace from the practice squad um, and he would need to develop um, since he is making that position change. At cornerback, I have Jair Alexander, Russell Douglas, Keyshawn Nixon, Carrington Valentine, and Corey Ballantyne. Uh, you'll notice Eric Stokes is not on here. I think he'll start the season out on the pup list as well. Um, I think he's a little more likely out of uh, him and between him and Gary to come back uh, and be ready for the start of uh, the season. I still don't even really know exactly what happened uh, with Eric Stokes' injury. Not a lot of information, but we do know it was an ankle injury. It was pretty serious, um, so we'll see when he comes back. But I do think they'll put him on the pup list. Uh, because they do tend to be cautious with players. But yeah, Jair Alexander, Sewell Douglas, Keyshawn Nixon, Carrington Valentine, Corey Valentine. Um, and Corey Valentine, just mainly just a special teams guy. Um, and yeah, I think he'll be on the roster and they can, you know, cut him maybe. And he'll be maybe put on the practice squad once Stokes comes back. Um, and. Yeah, also, I haven't seen Carrington Valentine on a lot of the early 53-man rosters. Haven't seen him um, around on a lot of them for some reason, but I do expect him to make the roster. I think he's a good talent, but obviously, uh, Barry has to use him right, and a little bit sad about uh, what happened to Stokes as well. Hopefully, he can get back, and Barry can use him right, and uh, he can build on what was a solid rookie season. Um At safety, really intrigued by these guys uh, for sure. Uh, We got Darnell Savage, Rudy Ford, Jonathan Owens, Tarverius Moore, Anthony Johnson Jr., and Dallin Leavitt. Uh, um, Dallin Leavitt is just a special teams guy. Uh, Came with Rich Passaccia from Las Vegas pretty much, and uh, I expect him to make the roster for that reason. Anthony Johnson Jr., yes, I do expect him to make the roster. And Jonathan Owens, of course, on here. Um, I believe he'll he'll get a spot. Uh, Moore will be, Tarverius Moore, he'll be a little bit more of a special teams guy, but I think he'll provide good, good stability, um, some depth. And Johnson Jr. has the potential to be a starter. Very excited about him. Packers are too. I think they got a steal on him. Um, Savage is likely to start at safety. Probably Rudy Ford and Savage will start. But I think Owens and Johnson Jr. could really challenge them for a spot, especially if Savage struggles there uh, like he did last year. And, uh, yeah, definitely some versatility in that room, and I'm very excited to see what happens there. Uh, specialists, we got kicker Anders Carlson, punter Pat O'Donnell, long snapper Matt Orzik. I do expect them to, uh... Keep Carlson over Parker White, um, the other kicker on the roster, just because they drafted him. They drafted Carlson, spent a sixth round pick on him, so I expect them to keep him. So, onto the practice squad. Uh, They'll probably keep quarterback Danny Etling, uh, running back Tyler Goodson and Patrick Taylor, at wide receiver Bo Melton, at tight end Austin Allen. Uh, offensive line, Jake Hansen, Luke Tenuta. uh Defensive line, Jonathan Ford and Chris Slayton. Uh, edge rusher, Jonathan Garvin. Inside linebacker, Tariq Carpenter. Cornerback, Keandre Thomas, Benji Franklin. Safety, Innis Gaines, Benny Sapp. And kicker, Parker White. I think they'll keep him around just in case Carlson gets injured or struggles early in the season. Um, and also, um, there's an extra spot, um, they give an extra spot for the international, um, uh, players, and so, uh, I believe that the Packers will have to pay him, but I think they're going to keep, uh, defensive lineman Kenneth Odomegwu, um, because he's a good athlete, just another guy to have around, and they don't have, um, just another body that they could definitely use on the D-line, especially, um you know, with run defense, Um, definitely could be a problem there, especially, so that's my prediction, Um, I'm excited to see what can happen, Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, I'll go over it with uh, the, when Packers release their initial 53-man roster, so that'll be interesting, and uh, so yeah. Um, don't know exactly what I'm going to do next week for an episode. Um, it's kind of still to be determined. TBD. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'd like to at some point do like an NFC North preview. Maybe go over some coaching hirings around the NFL. Um, just other random news around the NFL. Obviously, once we get towards training camp, we'll be doing some training camp buzz, rumors, trade rumors different stuff like that um, so yeah, it'll definitely be some fun stuff you know we went through rookie, rookie mini camp we'll have OTAs and other stuff coming up here before too long and uh, so I'm excited for that um, so so uh, thanks for listening um, it was great great episode. I had a lot of fun with this one. hopefully you did too. Uh, be sure to tell your friends about the show, though. Rate the show. Uh, we got new episodes every Tuesday. And I'd really like to see plenty of participation in the Q&A and polls on Spotify. And also, on any platform, there's a link in every uh, in the description of every episode to send in a voice message. Like I said, it's easy and it's a lot of fun. Because uh, we have more discussion. So, especially the Q&A and polls and the voice message. Those three things right there um, uh, would be great to see a lot more of that because discussion makes things a lot more fun, a lot more interesting. But um, that is all we have time for today. show went slightly longer um, than I normally like, but uh, hopefully uh, it didn't get too long and boring for y'all. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll talk to you later. Uh, goodbye.